Notice anything different? That's right. No ad. Which means this space is available. So if you have a company or brand or product or anything really that you'd love to promote on 30 Pop, this is your chance. Just shoot me an email at the link in the show notes and I'll give you all the relevant details. Now, on to 30 Pop. You've reached Nathan Sharts with Dealers Electric Supply. Uh, I will try to call you back as soon as I can. Thank you. Nate, hey, man, it's Luke. I know you aren't going to be checking these messages anymore, but I've been planning for weeks to call you for this episode of 30 Pop to remind you of a story from our childhood. So 30 years ago, about this time, we were in fourth grade, and I had to start wearing glasses for the first time in my life. And I remember being really self-conscious about it. Probably got made fun of some at school. I knew the girl I liked laughed at me in the hallway, stuff like that. And I I remember talking to you about it at one point and just telling you, uh, you know, in my fourth grade language, how self-conscious I was about my glasses. And you reassured me by telling me that you said, no, man, you, you look like MC Hammer whose record had just come out 30 years ago this week. And um, I remember after that, when I would go back to school and kids would mess with me about my glasses, I'd say, no, 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 I look like MC Hammer, my friend Nathan says so. And so that's just one of my favorite memories about you and about uh, your friendship to me and our mutual love of MC Hammer. I love you, man. I miss you. Talk to you soon. From Milieu Media Group, this is 30 Pop, a weekly peek back at the music, movies, sports, fashion, politics, and news from 30 years ago. I'm your host, Luke Braun. This is Season 2, Episode 7, Motorcycles, Ponytails, and South African Socialists. Today we're looking back at the weeks that ended Saturday, February 10th and 17th, 1990. Hello friends, and welcome back to 30 Pop. As you know, if you listened to last week's episode, my dearest friend in the world since the day I was born and a regular guest on this and other Milieu Media Group podcasts, Nathan Schartz, passed away tragically and unexpectedly last week. The days since have been indescribably difficult, but laced with moments of joy and laughter, remembering him and all that he offered the world. It'll be impossible for me to move forward with this podcast, looking back 30 years every week without remembering him and talking about him on a regular basis. And the simple fact is, I don't want to. Nate loved this show and listened faithfully. I'm confident that the only thing he'd want me to do is to keep making it to the very best of my ability. So that's what I'm going to do. But first, I wonder if you might join me for a 22-second moment of silence in his memory. Thank you, friends. Truly. Now let's get caught up. 
As I mentioned in the opening call 30 years ago on February 12th was the release of MC Hammer's chart-crushing, record-setting sophomore album, Please Hammer, Don't Hurt Him. We accidentally covered this album, for the first time at least, a month or so ago on Season 2, Episode 2, as I had the release date written down wrong. But fear not, as I mentioned then, we'll be covering this album probably a dozen more times over the course of the years. It absolutely owns the Billboard charts for most of 1990. It was not the number one album 30 years ago this week, however. That spot belonged to Paula Abdul's Forever Your Girl for the third consecutive week, off the massive success of her single, Opposites Attract, which was enjoying its second straight week as the number one song on the Billboard Hot 100 chart. The number one R&B and hip-hop song was Ruby Turner's It's Gonna Be Alright after last week's Real Love by Sky. The number one song on the hot rap charts for the fifth of an impressive eight weeks was Salt and Peppa's Expression, which admittedly has grown on me a bit more since our conversation about it a few weeks ago. In country music, the top song for last week was Southern Star by Alabama, and the top song this week was Eddie Rabbit's On Second Thought. I've included links in the show notes for most of those songs' music videos, and they're pretty much all ridiculous, except obviously for Paula's. That Opposites Attract video was an iconic piece of the 90s, and it still takes me back to this day. The number one film in the country last week, the weekend of its release, surprisingly, at least to me, was the second film from actor, martial artist, and all-around weirdo Steven Seagal, Hard to Kill. I had big plans to spend time on last week's episode basically just making fun of it in our segment Film Depreciation, but suffice it to say, it was dumb, and I loved it. What comes across today in Seagal's personality is just strange. 30 years ago came across as mysterious and kind of badass. Neither he nor his films have aged terribly well over the last three decades, but I still have a soft spot in my heart for his work from the early 90s. Nonetheless, Hard to Kill only proved to be a one-week interruption to the ongoing box office reign of Morgan Freeman and Jessica Tandy's Driving Miss Daisy, which resumed the top spot this week in 1990. In the news 30 years ago, On February 6, 1990, rock and roller Billy Idol was involved in a near-fatal motorcycle accident, resulting in several broken bones. Idol had been scheduled to have a major role in Oliver Stone's film The Doors, but due to his injuries, the role was reduced to almost a bit part. The role of the T-1000 in Terminator 2 Judgment Day, also originally intended for Idol, was recast entirely as a result of the accident. Facts that one might consider researching a bit more if one were planning to attend our next 30 Pop Trivia Night. Other trivia-worthy headlines, on February 11, 1990, South African anti-apartheid revolutionary, political leader, and philanthropist Nelson Mandela was released from prison after serving 27 years of an unjust life sentence and went on to become the first elected president of South Africa later in the 90s. In sports news, also on February 11th, boxer Buster Douglas defeated Mike Tyson by a knockout in round 10 to win the world's unified heavyweight title in what many consider boxing's biggest upset ever. And lastly, but far more importantly, on February 11th, my mom, Becky Bronner, turned 35. Happy birthday, mom. Other birthdays that happened around that time include that of present-day Golden State Warriors shooting guard Clay Thompson, born on February 8th, and musical artist The Weeknd, whose music I love, born on February 16th. Friends, I know this is another pretty short episode, and I'm sure there's a ton of stuff that I'm leaving out, but as I mentioned, I've had kind of a whirlwind couple of weeks, personally. If you want a little more 30 Pop, I'd encourage you to join us this Tuesday night, February 18th at 7 p.m. for 30 Pop Trivia Night at Cafeza in Houston. It's very fun, and I genuinely look forward to it every single month. 
You can also click on the Apple Music or Spotify link in the show notes and subscribe to the 30 Pop Mixtape playlist, which is updated each week with the top 40 songs from 30 years ago. I'll be back next week with a very fun episode looking back at the 1990 Grammy Awards. But in the meantime, remember, don't be afraid of the way you feel. It's real love. 30 Pop is produced, edited, and mixed by me, Luke Bronner. Our artwork is by the amazing Heather Hale. To check out more shows from Mill U Media Group, visit millumedia.com, which is linked in the show notes for this episode. And if you have a story from 1990 that you want to share on the air, email 30poppodcast at gmail.com. 